From KLCC Studios, this is Oregon on the Record. I'm Michael Dunn. According to Politico, the news industry shed more than 3,000 digital broadcast and print jobs in 2023, the highest annual total since the pandemic year of 2020. Just in January of this year, more than 500 journalists were laid off from news outlets. In short, now is a really, really tough time to be a reporter, and it begs the question, who would even want to get into journalism in this environment? Well, today on a live edition of Oregon on the Record, you're going to meet several young people who have indeed decided to make a career as a reporter. They all attended the University of Oregon Journalism School together and are now working reporters in our community. You'll hear why they wanted to get into the business in the first place, how they're finding the job of reporter, and where they think the industry is headed. They're young, eager, and represent the future of journalism in our community and state. I'm Michael Dunn, host of Oregon on the Record. Today on the show, you'll hear from several young reporters working in our community who, despite the unprecedented challenges facing the industry, are doing the important work of covering the news in our region. They operate in an environment of uncertainty and challenge, where just sometimes getting the paper printed can become an existential task, yet here they are, and they're going to tell you why they got into the business and why they keep coming back. Joining me live in studio are Emerson Brady with the Eugene Weekly, Nathan Wilk from our own station KLCC, Alan Torres with, with the Register Guard, and Amanda Laurie of the Chronicle. Welcome to you all. Thanks so much, Michael. Yeah. Thank you. Alan, I'm going to ask you first, why did you decide to go into journalism? Why did you want to study journalism at the U of O? Um, well, I got into it in high school, really. Um, I think the main thing that I really like about journalism that got me into it in the first place and that is keeping me there is that I just really like to learn. Um, the story I told was right after I joined my high school newspaper, I, um, there, there was this like old dilapidated van in like the parking lot of my high school. And I was just like, what is that? (laughs) Um, and I basically, the newspaper gave me an excuse to ask around and find out what it was. And like, that's kind of what I like to keep doing. I guess I just want to be able to follow what's going on and learn and especially that, you know, getting to do that as a job. Okay. Okay. Emerson, what was it like being in in journalism school? Did you feel like you were not just only, not just prepared for the profession, but were you prepared by your professors for what an uncertain career you were getting into? I mean, no. Okay. Uh, To be honest, um, I don't think anything can really prepare you for, um, you know, the world of journalism that we live in today. I was the sole slash am the sole news reporter at Eugene Weekly. And um, that felt like a lot of pressure at first, I will say. But I, I think the best way to learn in this field is to just fail (laughs) Uh, to just like go try a story and then see if it works out and if it does it's great and if it doesn't then it's a learning experience i will say at the school of journalism there were a lot of opportunities for me to try and fail but i feel like i found a lot of those opportunities doing extracurricular work and doing projects i don't mean to diss on the school of journalism either i mean i would not be here today without it But at the same time, I think um, really just doing the work and practicing doing the work and getting out into the real world um, is what prepared me most. 
Amanda, talk about even before getting to college. Talk about, you know, did you want to be a journalist early on? And, and what was, did high school offer you opportunities to, to get into this crazy business? Yeah, so I decided back in middle school that I knew I wanted a career in writing. I didn't know what media form or whether that was going to be creative writing. Um, so I took classes in high school to figure that out. I took a creative writing class at the same time as journalism. And lucky for me, I started journalism really young. I was, you know, 15 years old. Hmm. And that let me rise in the ranks in my high school. It let me learn a lot, it let me fail a lot. Um, and learn from that. And I think that's where I got my start and where I really made the most progress on my career. Okay. Okay. Nathan, obviously knowing you and knowing that you started here as an intern, talk about that experience of, of, of having an internship in addition to going to school. And was that, you know, elemental in preparing you for a career in journalism? Exactly. Yes. Um, I think, you know, at the University of Oregon, as Emerson touched upon a little bit, there is a culture of why wait to do journalism. Hmm. A lot of other majors there, you might wait until your junior year to get an internship before that you're taking classes. And there is a culture of why wait. But when I did get the internship here at KLCC, um, I felt very underqualified at first. Um, but I was surrounded by mentors who had been doing this longer than I'd been alive. Hmm. Um, and I think working alongside them and being treated as a peer and an equal really helps to build confidence and, and break down that barrier between people who are doing this in school and people who are doing it as a profession. Yeah, yeah. Did anybody else have an internship and, and you can share that experience as well? I mean, I had an internship okay. uh, with actually um, a documentary production company, okay. uh, which was very different than what I do now. Sure. But it was a lot of um, finding archival footage and learning how to incorporate that into film. And it was a whole different medium than I'd ever worked with. I'm a writer by nature, I feel mm -hmm. like. And so uh, that was really beneficial to see a whole different side of journalism. Okay, okay. I'm going to introduce you guys to the audience. We're talking to young reporters working in our community, including Emerson Brady with the Eugene Weekly, Nathan Wilk with KLCC, Alan Torres with the Register Guard, and Amanda Lurie of The Chronicle. So um, talk about, and I'm looking at you, Amanda, talk about sort of your first day of being a professional journalist. Was it memorable? Talk about were you... Both, obviously, any new job, you're going to be a little nervous. But were you also nervous just going into this profession, knowing that it's going through a lot right now? I think my nerves surrounding my first day was strictly surrounding the fact that it was the day after graduation. And it was also my stepmom's birthday, <laughs> actually. So I only worked a half day. I got to do brunch with my stepmom and my family since they were all in town for graduation. And I showed up to the Chronicle's office at noon. And really, my first day was just all about onboarding. Okay. Um, I think my first real, like, big experience was covering Fourth of July. That was a beast. Okay. Um, and it was a great time, but it was a very busy day. Okay, okay. Um, Alan, obviously, graduating from, from, from J School, a lot of times people think, okay, I want to go work in a big city, and I want to, you know, go work at the New York Times. What kept you in this market? Was it because of the job, or did you, did you want to work in a place that you already knew coming out of U of O? Um, but both. I mean, okay. this, this was the job offer I got, but sure. I was also very glad to get it. Um, I mean, I 
all of my friends and family live like in the Willamette Valley mm -hmm. and I really like this community from my experience in college and I definitely did want to stay here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about you, Nathan? What kept me here? Yeah. Well, for me, um, you know, before coming to KLCC, I was a very nationally politically minded person. Okay. Um, and that was really overwhelming. Uh, and it's very easy to feel powerless there. Uh, but being at the UO and working at KLCC at the same time, I felt like in a community like this, the articles that I wrote could really make a difference. Okay. And I could see the impact. And the issues that our communities face, you know, in Lane County and the surrounding areas that KLCC covers are big and difficult. But there's also steps to fix them that feel manageable and it feels like the the individual can can have some agency there. So to be in this really comfortable market um, where I felt like I was helping people, um, I, I thought I should, I should keep giving this a shot. I should stay here for a little while longer. Okay. Emerson, you work at a publication that is an alternative weekly. So like in studio, I'm looking at Alan, you're writing straight news for the Register Guard. You're writing something different. Was that was that intentional that you wanted to be able to sort of flex your creativity by working at such a place as the Weekly? Absolutely. I think the Weekly was the perfect fit for me because, I mean, I am used to writing. Um, I wrote for Ethos, which mm -hmm. was a Daily Emerald kind of offshoot publication that um, – wrote a lot of long form stories just about things. And you got to really write about anything you were curious about. Um, and so I think part of the reason why I chose the weekly and the weekly chose me um, is because I really enjoy telling stories that aren't necessarily hard news. Okay. Um, for instance, one of my favorite stories I've ever done was I spent the night at a truck stop mm and interviewed um, the random people that came through. And I actually made it an audio story as well, um, which was really fun. And just experiencing community uh, that way was, um, I don't know, it just it seemed like the perfect fit for me. Amanda, talk about the fact that at your publication, you have to write a tremendous amount of, of, of stories every week. Talk about just the volume and the fact that in this profession, a lot of young journalists or journalists in general are really having to do a lot with a lot less resources than a generation ago. Yeah, I, I don't really know as much about comparing and contrasting different people's experiences, but as far as mine goes, you know, Monday nights are always interesting for me because there's one of me and there's typically three city council meetings. So that's just sort of a taste as to the volume of just stories and content out there within the communities that I cover. Um, but it always proves to be interesting and there's always something to keep me entertained, something to keep me on my toes. And I definitely wouldn't change it. Yeah. Alan, obviously, you know, the Register Guard over the past 10 years or so has gone through a lot, you know, change in ownership. There, there are a lot less people than used to work in the newsroom, you know, a, a few decades ago or a decade ago. Talk about your workload and, and, and how much you have to do, not just writing stories. You also, a lot of times, I imagine, are, are taking the photos and, and, and filing digital pieces as well. Talk about your workload. Um, yeah, I mean, you, I think you kind of said it all, like there's four news reporters for basically Lane County. That's, um, in my opinion, not enough. Um, 
and uh, of course there are other reporters covering it but you know it we want to present a complete product and mm -hmm. i do feel like there aren't enough people for that um you know his i mean historically we had a Eugene City Council reporter, a Springfield City Council reporter, and a Lane County Commissioner reporter, and I'm the local government reporter. Yeah, um, and and you're, but you're you're kind of like it's probably more imperative to be a generalist this, these days. Would you agree with that? Um, yeah, I'm. I guess I, we we have photographers, um, but they they do get busy, and sure. sometimes I'll have to pick up someone else's beat because they're busy. So yeah, I mean our beats aren't like fully defined if that's what you mean nathan obviously we have you doing a lot you're one of our main reporters you're covering a lot of stories but you're also not only writing copy for the website as well as your reporting but you're also shooting video you're shooting stills talk about you know kind of you got into radio and you end up being a digital journalist <laughs> absolutely i mean you know spot news is for a very particular audience uh, we're talking about one minute at a time um, and you write for the most important small pieces of information. Uh, that took a lot of untraining of the way that I had learned in journalism school to write, um, you know, longer print articles, which are the focus. And so that was very interesting uh, as a transition to there's not a lot of training um, that I've seen for radio journalists. But then to move back to web as well, um, I find that to be actually incredibly rewarding and a fun challenge because mm. you get to look at a story from two different angles. What is the audience that is going to hear it on the road and they're going to learn the important information that keeps them informed? But then also uh, with our expanding KLCC web presence, I have the opportunity to really dive into um, the context and how people deeply feel about these issues. So uh, it's a lot to juggle. Um, and I'm certainly picking it up as I get along, uh, as I go along, uh, trying to become a better photographer all the time, putting my uh, recorder down and picking my phone up. Um, but I think it only makes the job have more variety, and uh, I get to express myself self and express the stories in so many different ways when I'm working on all of those at once. Let me reintroduce you all to the audience. We're talking with young journalists here in our community. Emerson Brady with the Eugene Weekly, Nathan Wilk with KLCC, Alan Torres with the Register Guard, and Amanda Laurie of the Chronicle. Um, you know, Emerson, congratulations. Uh, the Weekly was printed today, which, of course, is a big deal. And, and I, I, many, many listeners know that there was a real problem and you had to stop printing the paper for a while, stop paying the journalists to do the work that you're doing. I'm not going to ask you about sort of what happened, but I do want to ask you, what was it like going through that, you know, I'll use the word, I, I think I used it at the top, an existential crisis of the very place where you worked? It was insane. Okay. Um, it's an experience that, you know, has shaped me as a person and a journalist, for sure. I mean, having my coworkers who are 30, 40 years older than me, talk about how this is something that has never happened to them in their career mm. and talk about how this is a like you know huge milestone in their life and being 22 has sort of you know it's almost kind of like made me I feel like mature a lot hmm. as a journalist um I've had to learn how to just um kind of roll with the punches <laughs> but I will say um, the silver lining in all of this has been just, I think as a journalist, 
you you write a story, you interview your people, you throw it out there, you hope that it makes a difference, you hope that someone listens, um, but you don't usually get to see that impact right away. And um, what I've been doing over the past month is I've been working on a documentary about what's going on, and um, I've been interviewing members of the community and uh, kind of going back to people that I've interviewed in the past and actually hearing that, oh, my work did impact them and it did change some sort of aspect of their life, whether that was the police stopped harassing them for feeding homeless people because of a story I wrote or they their business, you know, is booming now because people read the Eugene Weekly and they thought the the restaurant, you know, they liked our review. Hmm. Um, and so getting to see that impact has been uh, really affirming, I think, in my career and also just in journalism in general and how important it is. Sure. Speaking of journalism, I mean, there's many, many stories, many polls have been taken about sort of the profession and, and depending on what you, what you read or hear, it's, it's shrunk in terms of, you know, trust amongst the public. You know, Amanda, talk about as a reporter and as a young reporter, have you have you faced that where people are like, oh, you're fake news or I don't trust you? You know, how have you had to deal with that? Probably more so than, say, somebody your age who's, uh, you know, working for an IT department or an accounting firm. Totally. I think the way I choose to go about approaching people to ask if they would like to be interviewed is to ensure that they know they're allowed to say no. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important for a lot of people to sort of gain their trust since it has been broken time and time again by, you know, other people and we sort of all get lumped together as just journalists in general. So I think making sure that people feel safe and comfortable is really my way of ensuring that they know I'm not going to twist their words and anything like that. I've actually had a handful of people I've interviewed read the article after it comes out and give some reader feedback saying, you know, you actually quoted me correctly. Hmm. And, you know, it's heartbreaking that they're shocked, but Mm -hmm. it's great that they now have trust with the Chronicle. Alan, you know, obviously, I'm sure at the Register Guard, there's multiple generations of, of, of people, reporters. Talk about, you know... Every profession, every young person who comes into a profession sort of has to, you know, learn the ropes and earn their stripes. What was it like to kind of prove your mettle to people that, you know, had been doing this for 10, 20, 30 years? Well, I, actually, I, almost all of the old people have left. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, they, they didn't want to put up with Gannett. Um, and so, I mean, I'm of the four news reporters. I'm actually, I've actually been there the second longest. Really? Okay. Um, okay. So, you know, I think the bigger I haven't really had to prove myself to my coworkers so much as prove myself to like the community which I think well how's that been I mean maybe talk about one of your more difficult interviews that you've had to do um I, I don't have I've, I should have thought of this before. that's okay that's okay I'll shift to Nathan same question to you what was one of the most difficult interviews to you and do you think being a 20 something might have made it either harder or easier absolutely um well I I don't know if difficult, uh, as in combative, if, if this is what you mean, but, you know, I am coming in inexperienced and I'm mm-hmm. being uh, assigned situations that I've never been in before. Um, a few months ago, uh, a 7-Eleven worker was shot and killed in mm-hmm. Eugene, um, and his mother reached out to us 
um, and I ended up speaking with her in his apartment. Um, and I came into that situation, and I know that some of my older colleagues had dealt with something like that before, but for me, it was absolutely a first time. And um, I think how I approached that situation was knowing that I was inexperienced and not pretending that I knew what to do. And so I think at one point in the interview, I said, I've never hmm. done this before. And I think that sort of honesty uh, with the, the sources um, allowed us to have something that was r a really genuine conversation. Um, and I think when you're a young reporter, it's easy to try to front um, <laughs> and uh, to be very professional. But I think if you show some of that vulnerability that you're learning as you go along, it can go a long way. Emerson, you talk about trial by fire with what you went through and, and are still going through at the weekly. Do you think it's it's going to make you an even better journalist going forward? Absolutely. I I mean, as hard as this like month or two months, I guess, has been, um, I do think this will make me a better journalist. And I think that it's made me trust in a weird way, like my co-workers more than I did before, hmm. which sounds funny because we got embezzled, <laughs> but um, we really had to lean on one another these past couple months, and I can't thank them enough for coming into work every day with me and just, uh, you know, trying to make a paper that the community can read again. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Amanda, last question for you, just the last 10 or 15 seconds. What do you love most about your job? The people. And obviously the animal stories I get to write. Um, I'm a really big animal gal, so okay, okay. that's a pretty big highlight. Animals are everyone's favorite. Well, we could talk for a long time, but that's we got to wrap it there. Thank you so much. That's our show for today. Obviously, it's a difficult job being a reporter, and, and many, many people might think that there are way more cons than pros, but our guests today are certainly part of an important group of young people who believe that no matter what, the job of a reporter is more important now than ever. I want to thank these guests for coming in. Emerson Brady with the Eugene Weekly, Nathan Wilk with KLCC, Alan Torres with the Register Guard, and Amanda Lurie of the Chronicle. Thanks you all for coming in. And this show, I want to remind everybody, along with all episodes of Oregon on the Record, is available at klcc.org. I'm Michael Dunn, and this has been Oregon on the Record on, Oregon on, the Record on KLCC. Thanks for listening.